SAFM Sports Wrap. SFM South Africa's news and information leader. Hello and welcome to another edition of SFM Sports Rep. Delighted to be with you as uh, we talk sport now to the top of the hour. And uh, so much happening over the weekend. Wonderful uh, sport happening. Titans remaining unbeaten in the Ram Slam T20. Man, they just continue to chug on even when they're down and out and look like they're under pressure. They find a way of pulling through as they did once again yesterday. So uh, five wins from seven, two no results because of weather. That's the only thing that seems to be able to stop the Titans at the moment. But uh, we won't talk about the Springboks. That's been a little disappointing, but we are going to be talking about the Springbok Sevens. We're going to have uh, both Quacha Smith and Sibela Sanatla on the show tonight. Plus, we're going to talk about Bidvest Witz claiming the Telcom knockout title over the weekend. What that means for Gavin Hunt is that he's now won every PSL trophy on offer, which is a phenomenal achievement. Uh, only Pizza Musimane has done it previously. In fact, I'm going to keep the sports news uh, relatively short because I uh, can't wait to be chatting to our guests tonight. Just starting off with some football for you, though. Bidvis Fitz coach Gavin Hunt saying that he hopes the club's telecom knockout triumph has galvanized, or galvanizes their league campaign in what is proving to be a crazy premiership season. Fitz won the telecom knockout with a 1 0 defeat of Bloemfontein Celtic in the final on Saturday. The students, though, are propping up the table with two wins from 11 games, albeit just 10 points shy of leaders Barocca. I can tell you in cricket that New Zealand dismissed West Indies for 319 in their second innings to win by an innings and 67 runs on day four of the first test in Wellington. Australia, though, reached 53 for four in their second innings by stumps on day three of the second Ashes test against England in Adelaide for a lead of 268 runs. And Sri Lanka avoided the follow-on shortly before the close on day three of the third test against India in Delhi as they reached 356 for nine, trailing the hosts by 180 runs. And in rugby news, just finally, Springbok coach Alistair Katsia launched a passionate defence of his record and the team's performances in Europe, praising his team and reiterating that they'd improved despite losing to a week in Wales and Ireland on the uh, four-week tour. Katsia believes the box are moving in the right direction and said he was positive about the future despite a 43% win record since he took over and South Africa dropping from third to sixth in the world rankings. That's your sports news. SAFM Sports Wrap. SFM South Africa's news and information leader. Let's talk Rugby Sevens now because the Springbok Sevens uh, began the defence of the HSBC World Rugby Sevens Series title when they claimed the Dubai Sevens title on Saturday. They're back home in South Africa and they are preparing for the second leg, which happens down in Cape Town. So excited about the uh, Cape Town leg and I'm delighted to welcome on the line a former World Player of the Year, Sirala Sonatla, one of the all-time greats of Sevens Rugby. Sirala, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Hello, brother. Uh, very nice to be joining you guys today. Thanks for having man. It's great to chat to you again. But, uh, congratulations, I suppose, in order for that season opening win. Wonderful results. But, uh, you know, I know you set the bar very high. Are you are you happy with the performances? Yeah, I like it, like it to win and all. But I think we're not totally happy with ourselves. Because um, we, we always made ourselves to the processes, as we call them. And we think we didn't play um, all the games to, to the standard we hold ourselves. Everything. So, like, we're not totally happy, but we take the win, you know, it's, Really tough winning in, a, in the whole series. So if you can get a win, you must be happy with it. Uh, but it's exciting in a sense. It's not <clears throat> so. It's not negative at all. Um, that we haven't played to to our full potential yet. It's actually exciting. It's, it's something to look forward to because you know you're not there yet. So 
we still have another week uh, before we take a break uh, to actually get that in there. Yeah, that sounds uh, that sounds intriguing. The fact that you haven't hit top gear yet. That said, uh, I suppose it is early stages yet. But uh, you, you've been drawn. Yeah, with... lucky. Yeah. So you need to you need to understand. Like we just got back like two weeks um, before we departed as a team, and everyone was scattered. Uh, all the players were at the respective provinces and unions. And everyone was not playing sales for a very long time. So we got back and 15 and soon like a really different thing. So got back, uh, got back with uh, bad habits, as you call them, from 15. <laughs> and yeah, we we literally just trying to get um, hold of each other. We're just trying to jowl. And that's happening very slowly, but we're getting there. I have to ask you, because uh, this is this is something, I mean, you, you're known as the Sevens legend, but it's great to see you running out for, for province as well in the 15-man game. Which do you actually yeah. prefer, Sevens or 15? Because they, the, the dynamics of the game are very different. Very, very different. Um, I've, I normally say to people, I don't want to pick a side or whatever, because I thoroughly just enjoy rugby. Um, when I'm playing 15, I'm playing 7. They both challenge me in two different ways. Um, holistically, which makes me a better player. So I don't, I don't really mind whichever one I'm playing. Um, I'm good with. You know, as long as I'm just playing like the, then I'm alright. I think. Yeah, I suppose from an enjoyment perspective, but I suppose there is a, an element that people regard you very much as a sevens player because you are a, yeah, a, a global of, a superstar say, in sevens. Nah, a lot of people say, no, 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 no. You, you're a sevens player more than 15. <laughs> but yeah, I'll take you there, sir. Yeah, I think you and Gwaha Smith must get asked this question a lot, I think, considering... A whole lot, brother, a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I mean, you, you, okay, you've been drawn against Kenya, you've got France, and I think Russia is in your, uh, in your pool for, for, for Cape Town. Are you happy with that draw? Yeah, we... We don't take um, too much interest in doors. Um, we don't really uh, actually care who we're playing. Um, I think for us, it's all about matching our standard, as I said earlier. Um, if we can come out of each game and say to ourselves, geez, because we played to our full potential, then we're happy. Um, so as well in the, in, the, in the series, there's no um, smaller teams, as you call it. Um, the series is so competitive now. If you don't work up for a game, you probably mm. lose to any team in the series. So it's it's... I wouldn't say it's, it's, a, it's a weak draw for us or like it's a best draw for us, but like we just trying to actually measure ourselves against that and that's what we trying to do all the time. Yeah, I, I, I love the fact that you, you, you constantly have this, uh, this almost perfection as the beacon that you chase and, and the Sevens team is, is, is not only chasing excellence, has, has excellence every week. But I mean, the structure of the team is so good and it seemed so good last season where you know, you, you had so many injuries. I mean, you and uh, Kwaha, of course, left uh, midway through the season to, to go and play the 15-man game to, to your Super Rugby franchises. There were so many injury concerns. But, but every player that stepped in, into the team, into the squad, just slotted in so well with a complete understanding. How much does that structure help in setting up the success of, of the Blitzbox, particularly last season, uh, over the whole series? I think um, structure is basically everything for us. Um, coach normally says we'll rather get an average player uh, that's not in with our culture beautifully than get a very good player that doesn't fit our culture. And that's how important our culture is to, to, to him and the team. But like it's, it's built like from years to years. Like even before I was, I was there, the culture was already being implemented and people were just trying to build that amazing culture that when you come as an outsider, you fit seamlessly into it. And it's, it's been amazing to see us as I was once a Kenyan player, Kwak as well as uh, you mentioned, with Werner, Justin, Chesden. Mm-hmm. Uh, we came up as a Kenyan players and it's very nice to see us as seniors now pushing the same culture um, that we actually came into. Um, it's, and it's such an amazing culture to be part of. And it, it makes it so easy for, for you, someone like Mochinao coming in the system, 
he seemed he started in Timisti and it was so easy for him to start in because the culture is built over a period of time and it's so seamless. It's it's very simple to actually get a hold of. So for us, culture is everything. We we strive on that and we live we live by it. So I reckon that's the most important thing in our system. The culture and keep on pushing that. Well, I'm glad you talk about the culture and the structure and the system and uh, and uh, and that. But ultimately, what you want are the uh, are the titles, and certainly South Africans celebrate every time you go and claim titles, as you did in Dubai again. But yeah. This year is going to be a, or this season is going to be enormous because you've also got the Commonwealth Games in April and you've got the World Cup in in San Francisco in in, in June. Uh, would you you know do, do you take you I mean you obviously take each leg game for game and and indeed uh, tournament by tournament. But looking at the season as a whole, would you be happy with winning two out of the three big titles, for example, or are you are you going for everything? Yeah, we did our uh, season um, goal setting, and we set ourselves we're going for three. Um, there is no <laughs> reason it. why not uh, not go for three. I feel like we we had a very good place right now, where we have a very strong base of players. Um, we've been together for about two to three years, and a very many more players left the system, so that puts us at a very um, strong position. And why not if you're there? You know, you when you um, have everything going for you, when you have um, the players, the system, the coaches, and everything is just clicking with with each other. Why why not go for it? Uh, but as we said, we we literally not focused about the World Cup and Commonwealth, whatever. We we set our goals in the beginning and we said, okay, now this is what we're going for. But we leave that until for when we're there. You know what I mean? We just focus on the series right now. And now it's Cape Town, and we just focused on Cape Town and the first game that we're going to play. And that's how we go about our things. We just focus on one thing at a time because we believe we focus on too many things, then you actually decide on, on what's in front of you and you'll stumble. I know you're a particularly humble uh, individual. You don't like to talk about your own achievements, uh, Sibolo. But, uh, I mean, you, you've been World Player of the Year. You are an icon in the Sevens game. Uh, how, how significant is that thousand-point milestone in Sevens rugby for you? Cheers, uh, it's, it's amazing. Well, as a kid uh, growing up, or me coming down to play sevens, you never really think about these things. Um, you think of them being too big. But now that we're here, you just got to thank the Lord, man. It's it's amazing blessing. You just think of it as grace. Because um, I don't think I've ever passed this lesson and the child's going to work it because the legend isn't so right as well. So passing those, those milestones and keep on... Um, setting new goals, it's, it's amazing for me. I don't even have words to actually describe it, but I think it's that hunger to keep on achieving and keep on doing more uh, for the team that makes the team do more for you, in a sense, you know what I mean? Because I think I'm placed in this position because I play for the team, and once you do that, um, the team will take care of you as well. Um, so I'm blessed to be in, in this position. I think it's, it's really amazing. I'm still not letting down. I'm reaching for higher heights, and and we keep on pushing and see how far we get. Well, wonderful. It's always great to chat to you. It's, it's, it's even better watching you, Sibola, because uh, you really are a, a world star, a global star when it comes to Sevens Rugby. And uh, I'm really looking forward to watching you again in Cape Town. Thanks for chatting mm-hmm. to us. Well done again uh, on Dubai. Thank you so much. And I hope you guys have a great time. Hopefully we make you guys stay off your seats because we're trying to make you jump all the time. Eh? Always. Always. All right. Cheers, my brother. Thanks for chatting. SAFM Sports Wrap.
Well, from one sevens uh, superstar, we go to another sevens superstar. The man that really turned it on in the final, Kwaha Smith, the outstanding evergreen chi. I tell you, you could label him with so many superlatives. It was an absolutely phenomenal performance from the Springbok sevens squad. But Kwaha Smith's performance stood out. Named man of the match in the final as South Africa beat New Zealand to claim the uh, Dubai sevens uh, title over the weekend. Kwaha, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Well, thank you very much. It's always a pleasure to join you guys. It is great to chat to you again, but uh, we, we had this little debate with uh, Sebolo who was talking about uh, 15 and 7s. He says he gets asked a lot, but he says he just enjoys getting out and playing rugby. I mean, you're somebody who's who's a 7 superstar, but you're also in the 15-man game. I mean, um, you took over the captaincy of the Lions. You took them to the final of the uh, the the uh, Super Rugby competition. Man of the match for the Barbarians in the 15-man game. It, Completely different dynamics in the game. How do you feel about the sevens versus fifteen debate, as it were? Yeah, no, definitely. I, I enjoy both both um, rugby, but I think it accomplished to, to play sevens. It helps a lot in the fifteen man, and if you play fifteen man, it also helps with the sevens. So I must say, combining the two actually made me a better rugby player at the end of the day. Fair enough. I'll, uh, I'll I'll leave it there. But uh, <laughs> the one thing that Sibella uh, was talking about as well it was the the fact that while the performances in Dubai were perhaps not a hundred percent, you still managed to claim the win, and that's pleasing. But you know, I suppose the positive you draw from this is the fact that you are a side that is not quite hit top gear yet, and you're capable of so uh, I suppose potentially so much more. That said, nobody would be able to compete with you even when you're not in top gear. Does that give you a sort of pleasing look when you look back at the tournament like that? Yeah, no, I think we, we didn't reach our full potential, but we must be grateful for the win. And I think for us as a team, we, we um, played a long time ago together last year, last season. And for me and Sibelo, we last played together in Sydney last year, February. Yes. So for us just to get into the team and to start gelling with the guys again. So I'm very happy to, to play in Dubai and to get a win is great. But um, for us, it was really a learning curve and getting back into things and starting to gel the, the players again. Yeah, what's it like? I mean, because it wasn't only you returning from the 15-man game. It was uh, Justin Khadilt and Kyle Brown also back from, from long-term injury. So so I suppose there, there would have been a, a familiarization process going on with, uh, with the sort of academy players and the remainder of the squad members. Yeah, no, definitely. I think um, for all of, us, all of us, it was great to get into camp in Stellenbosch and just started training together again. And I think Coach New also knew that he had to get us all on the same page. And I think he did well for getting us there. Now it's up to us to, to keep the standard there and just get better every day and get better in each game. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. is It is difficult to get to the top, but you must have had a sit down with Neil Powell to talk about the challenge of, of, of staying at the top because that surely is, is more difficult. Yeah, no, I think the biggest thing for any sports player is to, to handle success. And I think for us, it's a new week and it's already Monday. So we already started with a jam session today to, to get back to the artwork um, that made us successful. And that's a thing for me also to stick to the processes that I've done to make you successful. Well, what is it? What is it like when you when you approach a, a tournament from a, a blitzbox perspective? I mean, do you do you sit down and analyze your your uh, opponents in the pool stage? Do you sit down and analyze potential opponents in the knockout stages? How do you go about preparing, or do you just focus on your own game, fully confident that you can beat anybody that's put in front of you? Yeah, I think we focus on our own game the most to to be the, the best that we can be. But for us, it's game by game, so we'll focus on our first game for the weekend, and after that, we'll shift our focus in the next game and not focus too far ahead but to, to get, know that we can do our processes and our game plan to the best of our abilities. If I 
look back at last season? I mean, there were a couple of tournaments where you lost a pool match, but came back to win the leg. And I, I think of uh, one in particular where you lost a pool match to, to England, then beat them in the final. But, you know, going through the Dubai leg undefeated, does that undefeated campaign build further confidence in the team? Or is it is it ultimately just the title that sort of counts for you? No, definitely. I think if you win a match, it's good. But I think for us, we really um, struggled in the first game. But after that, we started getting that, that rhythm back in the team and started playing together again. And I think the enjoyment probably came only in day two where we had physical games and against good sides. But I think for us, just to just to play together makes us also as a team much better. Who is your biggest competition this year? Yeah, that's a difficult one <laughs> so early in the in the series. But I think Fiji and New Zealand and England is definitely one of the top three competitors against us this year. As long as we don't see something like Canada lifting the trophy again midway through a season, which I think caught everybody off guard. But... <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. That's the thing of seven. It's so so short, and if you're not up for one game, it could really cost you a tournament. Well, Kwaka, I tell you, the way the Blitzbox are playing, you, you, you continue to make uh, all of South Africa proud. I mean, we really are proud of you genuine ambassadors for the game of rugby and delighted to see you winning over the weekend again certainly best of luck with your preparations and indeed in the tournament proper in Cape Town no thank you very much and I just want to say to all the fans out there thank you for the support and it will be awesome if we could fill the stadium and now the tickets are already sold out but there will probably be some people selling some tickets so hopefully we can see everybody there SAFM Sports Wrap yeah, I tell you, it's, it's always uh, delightful when you get to chat to uh, not one but two incredibly uh, successful ambassadors of, of South African sport. But today we have an opportunity to talk to a third as well, because not only do we have uh, Kwaka Hasanuth and uh, Sibela Sinatla, two of the great ambassadors of uh, Sevens Rugby, on the, uh, to talk about uh, rugby and Sevens Rugby. We've got uh, Bitvest Vitz, uh, superstar Bongani Kumala, to talk about the Telkom Knockout Champions. Bongani, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Hi, Dan. How are you? Thank you. I, I'm very excited. Uh, I, I've, I had a good weekend of sport, which is, which is something that is rare for me. Um, that said, I didn't get to watch the Springbok rugby match live, so, so uh, maybe my weekend was a little bit more <laughs> impressive than, uh, or, or made my weekend a little happier than others. That said, congratulations, another title. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. You know, this has been a it's been a tough season in terms of the league form, but uh, I think you know we've shown uh, quality and potential in in, in the cup games. So, um, and it was, it was it was sort of um, it was rewarded on Saturday, and uh, you know all the guys were delighted to 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 have at least a trophy uh, at this point in yeah. the season, and we can focus on the league and continue in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, the, having that winning feeling back, I suppose, is something that that, that is, is is most significant because from here, success breeds success. Uh, is is it an opportunity to reclaim that winning form, take the momentum of the cup into the league? Completely, completely. I mean, that's 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 what we're hoping for. Obviously, um, we have another big game on uh, on Wednesday against Ajax at home, so it's a chance to sort of get you know set things right and, and obviously. Um, get the points that we need because because we do really really need points at this point in time. Uh, you know we can't we can't sort of uh, rest rest on the fact that we've won a cup already and there's still a lot of work to be done in the season and uh, we look forward to all the games that are coming up before the break that um, well next week. I I I, I might it might sound like it's a little flippant but how nice is it is is it a bit of a relief to be talking about some success rather than trying to explain your league form. <laughs> Completely, completely. <laughs> you know, obviously, the past few weeks—that's that, what you know—that's that's all we've been asked about, really. Um, even even leading up to the cup games, it was always always about the league, the league, the league. 
um, which is fair, you know, which you understand. I suppose when you've had a successful season, anything less will always be questioned. But um, but obviously, you know, the situation is 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 um, very very uh, different, um, and you know, we're working really hard to set things right. Yeah, I just find it very difficult to, to to try to reconcile in my head because if you if, if you look at your season so far, you nine points from eleven league matches. But if your telcom yeah. knockout matches were calculated in the league format, you'd have ten points from four games. So yeah, <laughs> it, it it's it's so it boggles the mind when you think about it in in that way. I mean, how are you sort of explaining it to yourselves? How are you processing it as a club? Yeah, I think you know. We've, I think where we've done well is sort of just to, to sort of approach every game as 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 it comes, um, and as it were, you know, we've ended up winning a Talcum Cup, um, which is which is fantastic, obviously. But uh, it, is, it is it is baffling, you know, in terms of the amount of points we have at this point in the season. But it goes to show, you know, the, the, the league is, is unpredictable. You know, teams yeah. are just, you know, teams are obviously stepping it up, and you know, when you play a season as champions, as 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 I said before, but obviously now, you know, the rest of the team is away, especially the young players. It's a different feeling completely, you know. Teams raise their game against you. I mean, we've seen teams getting hammered before the playoffs, and then, you know, when they come up against us, you'll think of the Champions League final. Well, that's something that um, that that uh, Koha Smith was just talking about in terms of sevens rugby. I mean, it's difficult get to getting to the top, but very challenging when you're expected to stay there as well. And I suppose there is an extra element of pressure that you need to that you need to have on yourselves. And maybe there's a chance now to hit that reset button and get things going again. Completely, completely. You know, I, ch- I choose to see it as, a, as, a, as an opportunity rather than pressure. You know, I mean, it's a chance for for every player in our squad to to, to be better, um, to improve. Um, to take the game to the next ultimate level that will improve you know, their lives as well going forward. So uh, the beauty about it is the fact that you know, the young players have learned from this, uh, and obviously the older players as well, myself included. It is, it is a lesson for all of us involved with the club, and you know, we, we, we don't take anything for granted, and um, we obviously realise, as I said, that we've got a lot of hard work ahead of us. Well, I think one of the great things is that uh, most of the squad members have had an opportunity to play already this season for Bidwistwitz, uh, which so- sometimes it's been it's been because of so many injuries and suspensions that have uh, that have come the way of the club. But would you say things are getting a little better now when you consider how many players have returned from injury in the in the last couple of weeks alone, including players like Ali, like uh, Butlim Kwanazi, like Mango, like Mutswari? And then the, the, the list is is virtually endless. Yes, yes, completely. I think the hardest thing, obviously, I think for the coach as well, just to sort of to feel the same team, you know, um, just because a lot of things have been happening, as, as you mentioned, injuries and suspensions and all sorts, um, which which does make it difficult for 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 championship winning teams to sort of settle into a brand new season um, under different circumstances and obviously different challenges as well. But you know, we don't we don't want to be sitting here and, and obviously coming up with excuses for whatever reason. So. Um, the good thing is every player has had minutes, got minutes under their belt, and, and the good thing is we're all in the we're all in the same boat and we're all heading towards the same direction, which is at this point in time we can only go up. Yeah, indeed. Which means when you get a chance to step into the lineup, you can come in and uh, p- p- produce a booming header that uh, <laughs> that that sees you guys hit the front in uh, in a league match, which I suppose is always going to be important. It's about going out and winning games now because you've got that winning feeling back. But I want to ask you about a couple of individuals. I mean, firstly, Gavin Hunt, uh, Bongani. This is a man you've worked with going back uh, a decade odd now, going back to your SuperSport United days. He's got yeah. that complete collection of domestic trophies now, and he, he tried to brush it aside over the weekend and say it's about the team, it's not about me. But you know, there's only two men that have ever achieved that 
winning all all domestic trophies as, as a coach is it just reward for for somebody who's put in the years and and toil yeah of course of course i think you know obviously at this point, i think it's what 10 years ago now that we won the first league title um and, and obviously now is it the 11th seed well the 11th year or 10th year he's, he's, he's sort of won all the trophies um it just shows his, his obviously his dedication and his fire um, and hunger to win, really. I think, you know, anyone who's ever watched a Gavin Hunt team play is obviously seen him on the touchline. Um, and that's and that's the passion he sort of instills in, in each and every one of his players. And he, he demands uh, he demands excellence, you know, from everybody, everybody involved. So, um, you know, congratulations to him. I think he thoroughly deserves it. He's been in the game forever, for a very, very long time. I mean, he says it every day, but he plus years and so on and so forth. So, um, you know, all the boys obviously buy into his philosophy and, and, and love his personality. And, um, you know, we go in every day looking to improve under him. As long as you never try to take him on on a golf course, then, because uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> that's. That's that's an area where he's ridiculously competitive. But look, in terms yeah. of other individuals, I mean, Dane Clayton's got to be mentioned. I know football is a team sport, and I'm one of those people that doesn't like individual honours in a team sport. But Dane Clayton, 15 titles. I mean, that's yeah, it, 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 that's that's a milestone that is uh, that is virtually unthinkable in in South African football. Six league titles. He's won he's won every domestic trophy at least twice. Nobody else can boast twice. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's uh, yeah, he's he's done incredibly well. Um, I mean, he's, he's easily, obviously, one of the best players this country will ever see, um, and and his achievements prove that. Um, he's a great he's a great guy to have in the change room. He's, he's, I've had some incredible years playing with him, and um, I mean, he sits right next to me in the change room as well. So we do chat a lot, and he's he's always looking to improve and always looking to win things. I think his his, his mindset is always singular. And that's win the game, win the game, and win something again. Um, and, that, and that just obviously forces down to every single one that's involved that's in the same team as him. And, you know, he's, he's been an incredible guy, an incredible friend, and, and obviously a, a very valuable teammate. Yeah, I think uh, I think you guys have got quite a few. But is there a frustration there, though, when you when you look around you and see just how much potential there is, and knowing what you were able to do last season, that you guys are nowhere near top gear at the moment? Yeah, it is. It, it is frustrating, but I think it's you know the important part is that we we shouldn't be really sort of sitting down too long and asking questions, well, too many questions really. I think you know it's 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 the writing on the wall. We just have to just put our heads down and just get to work and and get the results. I mean, we've played some good stuff at times, and 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 the results, you know, they've been hard on us. They've been really really hard. But um, at this point in time, the only thing that matters is winning. Pretty football. We just have to wait and. We just need results and then points. Uh, how are you feeling about your own game right now, Bongani? I mean, uh, that, that that booming header against Free State Stars was, of course, spectacular. And uh, defensively, you looked uh, solid when you've been playing. How are you feeling about your own yeah. game? Yeah, no, I feel good. You know, I feel good. Obviously, when you do come back from Europe, it is it is, it is a huge adjustment. But, you know, what has been a couple of years back now and, you know... A couple of years and three titles. A couple of years and three titles. Yeah, Incredible teammates, you know. That's that's not just me. It's just incredible teammates. Great change room. Um, I feel a lot better, you know. I feel a lot better. I'm obviously, I'm at a different sort of point in terms, you know, in my career. In that, I obviously do share a lot more of my experiences and sort of um, uh, and just guidance for for all the other players and younger players. And obviously, being one of the senior players, your role does change slightly. But uh, it's not just when you play; it's also when you don't play. Your attitude. Um, and just how you carry yourself around the whole place and how you handle disappointments or whatever it is, you know, because 
you know, whether you like it or not, young players are always watching, and 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 if you're doing the wrong things, they will follow the wrong things. So um, I am pleased, and you know, we always just you you always got to keep working and stay ready because you never know when a team may need you. I can assure you that anybody who has ever mentioned you, uh, Bongani, has assured me that you are the ultimate ambassador and one of the people that they are always keen on asking for advice. I'm not going to mention names, but uh, but I mean, yeah. you, you are somebody who uh, who's become a beacon for many of those around you. But uh, but you know, has it been a lot more difficult considering the genuine and serious injuries that you had, trying to come back? I suppose the mental side of things has, has been key for you. Yeah, it's it's it is it's it's well. I mean, uh, you know, when when I think back, obviously the the biggest injury I've had was was obviously with my knee. Yeah. I think a lot of people obviously thought that you know I'd never kick a ball again. Um, it was certainly one of the toughest toughest uh, moments in, in my life and in my career. But I thank I thank each and everyone that was involved. You know, from the surgeon to the doctors, because it really was uh, a proper proper team effort. I think even the physios as well went far and beyond. You know, they, they they work and their job because there is an emotional an emotional side to injuries and all sorts. So um, uh, it's just one of those things. You know, you get injured, you rest, you heal. If you need surgery, you do it. You do the recovery, you do the rehab, and you honestly just work twice as hard to ensure that you know every muscle around that injury is is, is stronger. Um, and you just have to think positively and just imagine yourself a completely improved being and sportsman when you come out of it. You see, and that is the example you said for those around you. Bongani Kamala, congratulations once again on the uh, Telkom Knockout title and indeed on, uh, on uh, Best of Luck against Ajax Cape Town on Wednesday. Thank you so much, Wayne. Thank you. SAFM Sports Wrap. Certainly one of the nicest guys in football as well as uh, Bongani Kamala. Delighted to uh, chat to him again. Uh, but that's all we've got time for on the show tonight. Hope you've enjoyed the Sevens and Telcom Knockout chat. Uh, look forward to catching up with you again on Thursday. But uh, time for us to be out of here. Standing in for Naledi Muleo tonight is Ike Partley. So he's going to be coming up with the talk shop. But uh, from the team tonight, Salma Kribi, Luyalum Kalipi and me, Dwayne DeLocca. Have a lovely evening. Cheers. It's 7 o'clock.